Hi, Stably. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. A little congested. A little froggy. Oh no. Yeah. I, I hope it's not the Rona. I don't think it's the Rona. Well, you don't need to know anymore. <laughs> I can't take my beautiful children to the grocery store. That's right. I'm terrified. <laughs> Tabitha, Abigail, Gerard, uh, Kennedy, Reagan. Yeah. Um. So, Stably, this week. We are discussing my pick, uh, The Evolution of God by Robert Wright, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Bob Wright. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. He's, uh, again, I have to, another confession, right? I, I don't think I've actually ever read The Moral Animal, your favorite book in the world ever, mm-hmm. by aforementioned Bob Wright. Yep. Um, I, I think I've started it, but he's very good. Uh, he's a good wordsmith. Um, yep. It definitely flows. It's not. Uh, it's not like dense and jargon filled, but it's also not like too woolly. So I definitely enjoyed the way he's a good writer. I enjoy the good way writer. he writes. Yeah, yep. a Robert writer. <laughs> uh, follow him on Twitter. Um, so I both enjoyed the way he, you know, crafts the sentences, etc., and um, like the story he told. It was very interesting. Um, as I mentioned in our, our, our prep, our pregame, I, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, not sure how much I can talk about like the history of Polynesian religions or Islam or any of that stuff. Obviously, he's like probably way more qualified to talk about it than I am. But um, kind of the general thread and thrust of the book, I have a few questions about. So I hope... I hope you can enlighten me, Jerry. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do my best. Yes. I, I am um, one of the world's foremost uh, Bob Wright scholars. Okay. You know, I think at this point I've maybe read all of his books. Okay. I, I think so. I'm trying to think if there's one missing in there. Um, I can't say, I can't remember all of them, but. Um, Did he write anything like in the late eighties, some sort of like I don't political thing? I think so. I think the okay. moral animal was his first book. Um, I kind of want to Google him now, uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. It's not what I was expecting, but okay. of course it's the fault always lies with me there. Uh, I could have, you know, read more reviews of it or whatever, yeah. or, or read any reviews of it, uh, to have figured that out. Um, but, um, but very interesting nonetheless, he, all his books are basically on a theme and this book more than any kind of like underscore that for me uh-huh. um and i and it's funny because i you know i think i can imagine that writing the moral animal for him was as transcendent an experience as reading it was for me you know what I'm <laughs> okay, okay yep no because i mean i think it really changes uh, I, I, here's the deal is that I, I don't think um the moral animal has anything that you can't find elsewhere right um basically it just makes the case that there is a human nature right mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, to me, I, I, th- I, I think, you know, reading that book set me on a path of being like, oh, there's a human nature. Um, it's a human nature that develops for a specific, um, environment. We are decidedly not in that environment now. So, so much of what we feel as suffering as angst as whatever, um, is a result of that um disconnect and so you can try to find individual 
um, peace and tranquility if you understand that, right? And try to either align things better or at least understand the source of the of the suffering. And I think he definitely gets that, you know, uh, has continued on that path as well. And obviously he's written about Buddhism and, and, and all that. But I think he also went, took that and went down a different path, which I have never seen interest going down, which is, oh, okay, all of society, you know, all of our societal conflict is the result of this. And if we can all understand this, we can end societal conflict and have meta world peace, right? Uh huh. The basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, meta means loving kindness in uh-huh. Bali. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so, uh, and so this, and so you know, so you have the moral animal where I'm with him 100, percent and much later he has the Buddhism book where I'm also basically with him 100, mm-hmm. percent but in between he also has the books Non-Zero, where he's basically making the case for global world government. Uh, oh, is, is that is that I haven't read it? Kind so of. That, okay, I, I read it a long time ago, and I and I can't remember. But basically, that I remember that being the thrust, right? Like basically, he was saying, "Look, it, it's inevitable. Either we blow each other up, or we have world government. Like those are our choices." And this book, written in the aftermath of nine eleven, I think kind of is in the same, you know, in the same frame. Okay, yeah, I definitely got the. Uh we all have to love each other or die uh, vibe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and is it worth explaining exactly who Bob is or this is... Doesn't everybody know? I would hope so. Uh, so Bob Wright is a guy who does a weekly podcast with Mickey Kouse. That's kind of the most he important would, thing. Uh, he would throw up. If he... <laughs> <laughs> so he's a, he is a, a former and current journalist. He used to work at the New Republic, and I guess he edited it for a little bit back when yeah. the New Republic wasn't hot garbage, although it might be not hot garbage again, it seems. So, uh, so yeah, so Bob came of age under, uh, so he, he was like a newspaper guy for a long time. Uh, so for a he went to princeton fyi mm. um he worked in like new jersey um local i think he worked for like the asbury park press or something right for a long time and then he went to the new republic and so he came up under uh, michael kinsley um and alongside mickey Kaus and andrew sullivan and others there so he basically made his career at the new republic and then started writing books and more than anything, he's known as, I, I don't want to call him a science writer, mm-hmm. but a popularizer of um, social, not social science even, just social science um, uh, topics, but through a scientific, like a more hard scientific lens or biological science, scientific sense. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, to me, it does. Yeah. And he was, he became especially big after... Everyone got super interested in stuff like consciousness and religion and that that whole. And he was a main pop. He, he was a very big popularizer of evolutionary psychology yes. to to the public, right? And uh, he also is with Mickey Kaus, the co-founder of BloggingHeads.tv, which um, was way ahead of its time and kind of pre. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, kind of pre-imagined podcasting and youtube and, and all that yeah that's so, that guy is that guy <laughs> so what questions did you have stably 
Oh, should we say what the book is about? Sure. Yeah, briefly. Briefly, it it, it just tr- it just traces. It's a history of the idea of God. Yeah. So it's kind of a the it's instead of the evolution of God, it's a history of religions, I guess, right? Or religion. Uh I would. So yes, I, I think yeah. that's right. But but it's in particular the conception of God mm-hmm. in real, which obviously is religion too. Um, but as he would point out in the very beginning, we were talking about the Polynesians, they wouldn't, if you asked them, what's your religion? They would have no idea what you're talking about. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what it is. And it's great. And it kind of focuses on uh, the Abra- Abrahamic religions and mm-hmm. their precursors. So th- while there is some Polynesian stuff to kind of illustrate um, uh, like really prehistoric um, religions, quickly he ignores everything else except the Abrahamic, <laughs> right. uh, you know, which is understandable given, you know, he's writing after 9-11. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's one of the, as an aside, it's like an, I didn't look when the book was published, but obviously it wasn't after 9-11. Um, it's, it's just interesting. Like the things that um, like intellectuals were focused on yeah. back then Versus like, I, I, I'm trying to imagine like, what would he be talking about if he wrote a similar book now? I don't know how much talk about like Islam, Islamic terrorism, et cetera. It would be all about like racial harmony and- It'd be about tribalism, yeah. Yeah, it would be just like race and stuff like that would be at the forefront probably um, if you wanted to like sell it to a publisher. <laughs> so, so, uh, so just to say this book was, was just copyright 2009 mm-hmm. and- so yeah, it's after 9-11, but I think more than anything, this is kind of a response to the new atheists. This is kind of a response to uh, his bet noir, um, Sam Harris, but also <laughs> yeah. Daniel Dennett and, and Chris Hitchens and, and the like. Um, because he's basically saying, no, religion actually contributes to meta world peace, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Whereas these guys are saying, it, you know, these guys are saying it's, it, 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 religion does nothing but lead us to, you know, destruction. So. Yeah, and I guess like like you said, his point is like there are positives and negatives, and the positives mm-hmm. might actually outweigh the negatives in the long mm-hmm. run. Um, right. Whereas those guys would say like there are like literally no positives. Maybe some nice songs and like cool buildings, right? Uh, but we could have nice songs and cool buildings without that. Correct. Uh, gobbledygook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I don't know. I, we don't want to get too deep into just like chapter chapter by chapter. No, but... no, no. Give me the questions. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the big one is like, do you? What do you think his like main argument is? I, I think there's like a, a couple, right? There's like the there there's the um, and he doesn't try to hide this, but there's the the whole religion evolves. It's not a wholly terrible thing it's you know what we have like our 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 moral system i forget what term he uses um not moral imagination but just kind of our 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 governance states and all these other great things that we have to kind of keep ourselves from killing each other they all grew out of like very basic um religious precepts and that sort of thing so it's it's not a net negative and here's kind of how it evolved. And here are the bad things that happened. Here are the, the good things that happened, et cetera, et cetera. Right. That's so that's the like the, the uh, yeah, basic I, story. I, I think that's all right. Uh, that, that's all correct. I, um, but I would say the, the, the book has, 
I think there are two big ideas. There are more, right? Oh, there's, sure, sure. There's like two or three or four big ideas, right? But like yeah. two that I found. Um, one is it's kind of a very materialistic, um, like the entire book is materialistic, right? There's nothing. Uh, at the end, he gets a little um, maybe religious, but yeah, the, the idea is that what God is and the path its evolution takes is completely driven by what he would say uh, are quote facts on the ground. Right? Yeah, sure. Right. So like, it's not, there's no, there's no revelation. There's no, there's nothing external. It's all about it. at the moment. Um, what is it that the society and the culture need or what's the, the path that would make that would survive. Right. And, and that's the religion that we get. Um, so that's one thing. And, and so like, I think that's, it's illustrated throughout the book, but I think the story of Jesus illustrates it well. Uh, and then the other idea, which I'd love to hear what you think, it's kind of like a wig, like there's a kind of, kind of like, a, like a wig history uh-huh. um, to it, where he kind of thinks that um, cultural evolution has a, a trajectory towards um, moral truth, as he calls it, right? Like, right. Yeah. That, that was a, there's the... an, yeah. There's an arc to it. There's an arc, an arc, the arc of history, but it's justice. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he seems to believe that. Yeah. That was the, that was the phrase I was like hunting for, not, not moral imagination, moral truth. Right. Moral yeah. Truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't think he defines. Yeah. So I, I guess what I was like bumbling and stumbling to say is like the, the first part of what you talked about, that's like, that's the, that's the scaffolding. That's the story he's telling. Yeah. And, and underneath of it, and he kind of gets more explicit towards the end. It, it, it's like the, um, it, it's like, well, religions evolved and gods, I guess, like the, the idea of gods evolved to kind of suit human societies. And the ones that had really bad ideas basically died off. It's evolution, right? It's survival of the, uh, of the most adaptable or the fittest, however you want to say it. So like, okay, fine. That makes sense. But then especially towards the end, it's like, well, and that's because (laughs) (laughs) like there's something, this moral uh, truth or whatever, whatever whatever you said exists. And it seems to maybe, maybe, you know, quote marks, maybe exist independently of, of everything. And that's kind of the driver yeah, that's the thing. Driver, yeah. Yeah. And, it, it, and it starts starts to... maybe in that sense, we can say that there is a God if we can label that God, right? Yes. Yeah, which that's kind of where... You get off the bus. Yeah, that's kind of... I mean, it's, it's the end of the book, more or less, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's kind of... Um, I guess that's one of, my, one of my questions is like, does that does that make sense? Does it seem like to you, at least, he's like misunderstanding what even evolution would be? Because the whole idea is right. It's blind. It's, mm-hmm. there is nothing. I mean, what's driving it for humans is the need to reproduce. Right. And really it's not even humans. It's the genes, right. but that's and, not and the memes later on. Right. Yeah. And that's not really some sort of magical force in the universe. That's just planet earth. You could have even imagined something else happening on a different planet. I, I don't know. So that's not, I mean, I guess you could say that's independent of us, but it seems to be independent of us in a different way than like the moral truth would be. But m- maybe I'm maybe I'm the one who's misunderstanding. No, no, uh, I, I think you're right. Um, I 
I think what he's doing, I don't know if he realizes he's doing it or not, um, but I, I think he's kind of, kind of playing word games at the end there. Sure. Yeah. And I don't right. want to, I don't want to be um, uncharitable, right? Like you, the guy wrote like a very long book. I th- I'm sure he thought about no, it. No, let's be uncharitable. Yeah. This is our, ah. <laughs> let's channel our inner J-pod. Okay. Um, no, no, I, I, I feel the same way. Uh, I think he, would he, I don't know if he, if he doesn't see this or not, like it seems to me like he should be able to see this, but he doesn't define what makes something morally true mm-hmm. right and i think he just kind of assumes that it is um things that lead to more and more near uh non-zero sum cooperation right right so we don't kill it like if we don't kill each other and, and instead we trade with each other and that allows us to uh for there to be more of us each living happier lives to him that's good right but maybe that's only good to him because that's what ends up happening. Do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it almost seems like the, it, it's quite it's question begging. It's like exactly, yeah. Um, and again, it, like I do wonder if it's like, wait, am I the one? Like he sees like a deeper truth, and I, I mean that, that's kind of like the point is like there's this deeper truth, and people don't realize that it's this whole non-zero something is like the, the, the force, the, uh, the midichlorians, the whatever um, is, that's what's driving everything in terms of like cooperation, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it would be perfectly fine to label that as God. Right. But think about it. He, he is a Western man, the product of Princeton and the new Republic, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. he is benefiting from an increasingly globalized world. And he just, and, and he, you know, so of course he thinks that that world <laughs> um, is the morally true world, right? Whereas if there were to be moral truth that is you know, unrevealed to us, that is sort of external, it could be something completely different. It could be that Osama bin Laden is more aligned with the moral truth. How the hell do we know? Right. And I, right? I, 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 guess, <laughs> so, I guess what he would say is like, well, you just either run the experiment in real life and you know live under some sort of islamic you know fascism or whatever you want to call yeah. it uh and see how you know how zero sum that is um no sure sure but why why is non-zero sum this um moral truth yeah and i think this is just kind of where think <laughs> you know things start to kind of break down and similar to like what sam harris Mm-hmm. says it's mm-hmm. like well what's really good is like not being miserable and being in pain all the time which is like yeah that kind of makes sense but then you step back and think like wait why does that make sense like why is that well i i think what sam harris would say is <laughs> and we should maybe read the book maybe. <laughs> i i know I've, I've read it but i can't, can't sure it, of course but I, but i think um what he would say is um you all we have is the present moment, right? And um, all, you know, and, and just experiencing that present moment. And the moment that we start thinking about it, about the past or the future, or even thinking about the present moment and judging it, we're then introducing uh, suffering and introduce, you know, introducing a, you know, a, a whole new thing to it that is sort of alien to the moment. And all you have is the moment. So, 
in that way, it's kind of, he, he basically is not saying that there's a moral truth. Although now that I take that back because he does, he does have that book called a moral landscape where he yeah. is trying to posit. That's the one. I'm, that's the one yeah, I'm yeah, kind you're, of thinking. You're of. right. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, yeah. So I, I, I kind of retract. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I still think it's like, it's a, it's a, like an ingenious. It's actually these guys, these of, guys are all desperate to derive morality and meaning. Uh, although I think maybe that's, maybe that's what separates is that um, uh, Sam Harris is less interested in meaning. Um, but all these guys are trying to derive morality without God or by redefining what God is to be more materialistic. Right. Or naturalistic. Right. And, and, you know, and they just they refuse to give up and say no. There's, <laughs> there, yeah, it, it, that's not possible because there is no God, right? Yeah, and I mean, like that's kind of my starting point is like definitely like there's no Polynesian, uh, you know, palm tree spirits. There's no Yahweh. There's no any of that, and I don't think Bob Wright would really disagree with <clears throat> with that. Um, right, it's fine, but. Um, but yeah, but then, and again, I don't want to like impugn motives or anything. Maybe this is just like a purely intellectual thing that he kind of glommed onto and like he's thinking it through. Uh, but it's just like, well, I mean, it, it just starts to look like you're just using different words. Then it just becomes, a, like you said, a word game and it kind of starts to fall apart. And because then you can just say anything is God, right? It's like, well... Um, I guess star formation is God and the big bang is God. And it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. Like, where is this getting you? Like, right. um, and I, and I don't know if this was written to kind of convince in a very Straussian way to like convince both new atheists to like, stop being such jerks about it. Um, but also maybe religious people to be a little bit less like sectarian yeah. and, and that sort of thing. I, I think it's more that, right. I, so I think it's it's an answer to the new atheist, but I don't. Uh, again, mo who knows what motives are? But I can't imagine he thinks he's going to convince a new atheist where they're going to read this and be like, "Oh my God, you're right!" Like we should, start, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think it's more to convince the rest of the general, you know, the smart general audience that's reading the new atheist along with everything else that no, actually, we shouldn't strive to. Um, eliminate religion we mm -hmm. should strive to have all these different religions um, understand that they're all part of the same right to, to try to grow the the what does he call it the, the circle of moral inclusion or, or whatever right right yeah that yeah. that whole thing yeah, yeah. It, but, but you that's know, better than trying to eliminate religion yeah and to me like that, that goes to like the multiple threads of the book mm. like that okay that's fine i mean i'm not i'm not religious but i i would probably prefer that people not go on like jihads and crusades and involve me in this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like if it's written um, for people like that, uh, religious people, uh, great. Um, you know, I don't know how they're going to react to like a purely materialistic, like functionalist right. take on their faith, but okay, fine, whatever. Um, and I also understand like telling new atheists, that not everything is like garbage. Right. <laughs> um, I, I also might probably ag agree with that because, you know, it's, it, to it's me, really not. Yeah. yeah. Religion is just another human thing and no, you know, nothing is purely good or, or bad usually. Um, but then it, it, then it's, it's when he gets to, and therefore there's this thing 
<laughs> the god of the non-zero sum, the, right. of, the, of the moral truth. That and, exists in the space between electrons uh, flying around or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, he, he doesn't ever get like that no, no. or anything like that. He's, he's a careful writer, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it's like the fact that he won't like slam his fist on the, the table and just say outright. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't get, I don't really understand like what you're trying to get at. Like, what is this thing? Right. It's just the moral truth. And yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I don't know if like, is he, I should, maybe I should have read the book more closely. Is he somebody who just rejects the whole idea of moral truth? Because like Sam Harris doesn't. Right. To my opinion. Right. Yeah. Is Bob right? Yeah, he doesn't he, really define it. He doesn't. Yeah, he, it. yeah, because he does talk about it towards again towards the end when he really gets into this. You know, he says like if you if you accept that moral truth exists, um, well then like what is it and where does it come from and all these other things, right? Which is which is a, a great thing to like tell people that think that there's a moral truth, right? And if you're religious, that's fine. You just say like, well, it comes from God. And I mean, I'm like, you know, and then, and then you spend four hours to arguing about that, but you know, it's the people that believe in moral truth, but don't believe in God. Right. Like those there, then it, then it's that conversation of like, so where does it come from? Right. And then, and by the way, we should tell people that, so the book is divided into five parts. Uh, the first part, the first part is the birth and growth of gods, which is sort of like prehistoric Polynesians, you know? Uh, sure you know cheat you know shamans and then chiefdoms or whatever then it's part two is the emergence of abrahamic monotheism by which he means the jews then part three is the invention of christianity which is that story part four is the triumph of islam which is that story and then part five is what mostly what we're talking about which is called uh, god glows global parentheses or doesn't mm -hmm. where he's basically saying we're going to have to all like grow to encompass love for everybody like more you be even more universalist um or blow each other up it's kind of the the idea and it seems like that's that part is the one that we've that, that we're because i guess it's the part where he actually makes an argument rather than just going through the uh recounting the you know ma making a historical account yeah and it, you know he definitely uh, throughout the book he talks about yeah you know, like these religions and conceptions of God don't just develop in a vacuum. It is, you can, you can kind of do pretty much whatever you want if you're kind of living in a village. If you're a prehistoric man living in Siberia, you think that the wind is a troll farting on you, fine. <laughs> uh, but when you get into things like, chief, like chiefdoms and small states and that sort of thing, you start to run into these problems of like social organization and... And how do you like deal with people that don't know each other interacting and how do you prevent like just complete and total anarchy and murder and looting and, and rape and pillage and you know religions can play a role and did play that role for a long time and then it gets like i don't want to go over the entire argument of the book mm -hmm. but um, but he, he definitely the, the threat is like you said that these things serve a purpose and the, the purpose is like social peace and harmony Right. And maybe it started at like a chiefdom level, like an island somewhere in the Pacific. And then it's, you know, 
um, like a small state like Israel, and then it's like empires, and then it's huge empires, and then it's nation states. So I think his point is like, well, this is nothing new, right? Like I'm not being anti-religious by saying it needs to serve this purpose of keeping everyone, you know, peaceful and coexisting and not murdering each other. So I think that's like, um, it, it's it's interesting how he did that, you know, like it's not interesting, but like, I think he does a good job of, of just throughout the book laying out this argument, like it's all kind of leading up to this. Right. Um, and and that, that kind of mirrors his argument of like the moral order or the moral, I can't ever remember the name of that thing <laughs> um, that kind of exists in the universe. It's all, it's all like, it's all leading up to this, right? We're, we're, our religions are evolving as to kind of follow this path. <laughs> right. And we think, yes, it's like to deal with more um, complex social organizations, but it's also a more complex like theology or religion, whatever you want to call it, um, like they're mirroring each other and it's all being driven by like this one thing. Like it, it, he, he does a very good job of like tying it up with this bow, except at the end, it's like, um, and therefore you can just call this thing a God or whatever. Right. It's like, well, uh, I don't know. Right. I, I, I'm not, I don't understand why he wants to do that. Um, why he wants to make that argument at the end. Um, and again, it could just be like, well, that's what he believes. And like, you know, you can't begrudge someone that, but um, yeah, I don't I mean, you, you've, you've read, yeah. I mean, you've read more of him than I have. Um, you're a but big I think Bob, a Bob Stan. I'm a Bob head, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I, maybe I'm just reading him the way I want to read him, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm reading him uh, to uh, rationalize my priors. But whenever I read him, uh, like the moral animal in particular, and, and then the Buddhism book, it's pretty clear, like, whatever morality you can deduce from, it, it's morality is the wrong word, right? It's, so a lot of the moral animal is looking at um, uh, the evolution of, you know, our morals, mm -hmm. Um using the lens of uh, Darwin's Victorian upbringing, in particular his marriage, right? And so, you know, we are programmed to be very lustful and want uh, uh, lots of ladies. And we uh, want to um, try to get that by uh, making ourselves attractive by, uh, uh, you know, striving for more and more status and whatever, right? And uh, he, he tells all those stories and then can, puts it on Darwin and uses Darwin kind of as a, um, uh, you know, as an example of somebody who uh, would lie to himself, right, about why he was doing certain things. He was seeking status, but he would, he would you know, because he was a good Victorian, he would tell himself another story right so he'd lie to himself which is kind of typical for you know he would rationalize things which is a very typical uh thing humans do that we've evolved to do you know so and whatever morality you can deduce from all those stories it it's not morality it's just again it's that we are um we have certain programming um for a certain environment we're not in that environment now and that causes suffering and there are certain things that we can do to alleviate suffering, right? Or there's also, I mean, he talks about it in this book, right? Where 
we evolved um, uh, you know uh, with a sense of right and wrong that would you know ensure our genes would go forward right right um, because and that sense of right and wrong is adapted to small bands right where you know everybody and then when you move up to a world where you know you're an you're an anonymous urban dweller those things don't really match up and you and your incentives you know uh, can be skewed and so how do we you know develop a you know uh, how, how do we justify rules that um, get us to behave in a way that's more conducive to getting our genes passed on now et cetera, et cetera. Um, but to me that's not about morality it's still all about you know um, coming to understanding of what drives our behavior right taking a rational look at it and then deciding right what would you know how we can avoid suffering um, which is really all you can do right I, I can go on and say how we can be happy um, but that's you know that's fleeting <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anyhow, no, I, so to yeah, me, so it's just me like he gets all that, but then he wants to say that 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 is um, somehow, uh, you know what it is. Again, going back to the beginning of what I said, it's that I am thinking about this from an individual level, and he insists on thinking about it from a social level. And if you're thinking about it from a social level, then you're going to think about history and about the arc of history and about what's good for civilizations right and so then i think maybe you're you're put more in mind of um not individual morality but kind of like universal morality and god does that make sense no totally and it's yeah i just think we need like a different word like like we're both struggling with using morality because to me morality is it's flourishing. Like, what he wants, what he wants to see <laughs> is humans sure. flourish. Exactly. Right? And, and humans are <laughs> and humans are going to flourish um, if they can accept each other and figure out uh, more non-zero games to play with each other, or even discover that they are already playing non-zero some games that are confusing because of their because they grew up and uh, adapted for small bands. They're confused, but they don't realize that they're they are playing a non-zero sum game. And if they come to realize that and play it in the way that you would play a non-zero-sum game to win, we're all going to flourish, right? And he kind of wants people to realize that. And that's all great, but like, I don't see what that has to do with God, <laughs> God or morality. Right. Yeah. And again, it could just be the words. I mean, God, yeah. I, I think we can, Dispense God, is, God. Is, yeah. is definitely like, that's, there's so much baggage with that. I think yeah. you can almost, you, you probably should not use that word. Yeah. Um, but morality is also just another tricky one to me that's that's like somebody screeching about well that's immoral um and then you <laughs> you want to put on your fedora and start saying well actually right. <laughs> like it, it like that seems like a, a, another dead end where you're just going to do the freshman bull, bullshit session until four in the morning and you need to maybe come up with a different word because it, to me, it's just one of those things that like that something that exists outside of, you know, that's imposed from outside. To me, that's like what morality has meant. And 
does mean. Um, like we were talking about, well, like he talked about the, like the ancients, like again, back to the Polynesians. And he uses Polynesians as an example of like pre-modern uh, societies because they're kind of, they were the only ones left around without much contact with the Western world um, when like French and English sailors started going through the Pacific. So that's kind of why he focuses on that. Right. Just as an aside, um, you know, like did those people have a morality in, in the way that people use now? It's like, not really. Right. It's like people don't, pe most people don't want to hurt each other. You know, they're like kind of nice most of the time, <laughs> you know, um, except if you're like not a person, if you're like living on a different island, then right. you're like an animal, right. you're not even human. <laughs> like, so is that morality? Is this morality being, is this the moral circle expanding? It doesn't seem like that to me. Well, right? the, I mean, what he would say is, yeah, the moral circle expands as, uh, you know, empire, right? It yeah. Expands and you know it'd be yeah so this is why we need world government basically. yeah yeah and i mean I, I guess i would be fine with saying like i'm i'm mr doctor anthropologist i define morality as this this is right. like what people do and this is like the definition they have for it and now i'm going to be completely like a third party um materialistic explainer of of these silly people over here and that's how i'm going to do it and it's like okay i get it I'm fine with that. Um, you're, you're scientist man, and you're going to do like a scientist man explanation of morality. But then I, I get a little weirded out. And <laughs> because at the end where he tries to kind of almost smuggle in, well, it's, it's actually driven by these, it's still actually driven by these grand outside forces. And it's like, I don't understand why you have to pull that, um, pull that out of the hat, right? It's like, you can just say like, that's just the way that the universe is structured. You don't have to call it God. Like, please don't call it God. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like the evolution of God was leading us to realize that no, no, like God doesn't exist. Um, this was just something that happened the same yeah. way that like cannibalism and <laughs> war and rape and, you know, pillage and all those other things were, were things that happened and we're here because of those things. It doesn't make it good. Um, and it, it, it starts to verge on like, what is the deism, right? Or just like mm -hmm. worshiping nature. It's like, why, why don't we go worship the sun while we're at? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. The, like of all the things, like we might as well start worshiping our, our sun. Like yeah, none of this I, would be I, possible without it. I don't think, you know? uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's quite fair because. I know, I know. I'm just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think he can, he, he's not advocating that anything be worshipped, right? Sure, it, but, yeah. but it, it, it's, it starts to be one of those things where it's so cold and clinical. It's yeah. like, well, how do you get there? Yeah. How do you have this thing that's very rational? You have this thing that's very rational, and then you start treating it as what exactly? This is a, it's not a religion. We just have rituals about it. It's like, well, that sounds kind of like probably how religion started in the first place. I mean, like these were these were people living in Siberia that were wondering like why rain fell, and they came up with an explanation. And then you have a guy that explains it to you and like demands that you give him your wife to make the rain. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, no. it's it seems like 
why why do we want to smuggle or not smuggle that's that's not fair why do we want to bring this back into it when we've we've gotten to the point where we don't need those those explanations anymore and you know i understand like people don't want to be like nihilists <laughs> mm-hmm. and maybe that's the thing he's trying to like get away from because it does like it if you do deny that like this moral order exists, if you just say like, no, it doesn't actually exist, then it does open up this like can of worms that yep. I think people, that's a... people don't seemingly want to deal with, which I understand is kind of depressing. And I'm kind unpleasant. of glad, they do. I'm kind of glad most people don't because I think people like you and I are kind of uh, free riders. Oh, uh, sure. In yeah. a world, right? Uh, where most <laughs> in, people... in a world. Where, yeah. <laughs> no, in yeah. a world where most people, um, uh, yeah don't think the way we do. If everybody thought the way we did, uh, I, I, you know, I can't imagine we, we would have to fi- we would have to figure out a way to solve the consequences. I mean, but I mean, like, what, what, what do you think those consequences are? Just like a, a free for all, like the I, death of like without God, everything will be possible. That whole thing. So, so yeah, I, I, uh, part of it is, I don't think, you know, this would happen overnight. But we've already have seen um, uh, the uh, sort of trajectory of society since the death of God, uh, as far as you know, morality. I mean, just I mean, how do I put this? Um, uh, look at fertility rates, <laughs> um, uh, in, in you know, uh, in different societies you know correlated to uh faith and all that and it's just it's not good for you know if what you want is a flourishing humanity it's not kind of good to to realize that there's no up or down yeah i mean i don't know yeah that's i'm not sure those are maybe they're correlated i don't know how cause if they're if there's causation there, I, I mean, yes, I, I obviously I've heard all the, yeah, all the, all the stuff. talking points. Yeah. Yeah. And even liberal talking points, right. Those people don't deny yeah. that there's a morality. They just like obfuscate even worse than conservatives do um, in my opinion. So it's uh, sure. I guess I am a horrible free writer on all these people. Um, but you know, Bob Wright is supposed to be an intellectual, right. <laughs> right? So yeah. it's okay. You can say those things. You're just a silly journalist from the New Republic. <laughs> you know, I mean, and maybe like, because imagine you're like a normie and you're reading The Moral Animal. Something like that is going to get you 90% of the way towards like, there is no morality, right? Like we just do these things because our monkey ancestors. <laughs> but let, let me take a step back. I, I think yeah. whether or not Bob Wright um, believes um, that there's this universal morality that can be this moral truth, which by the way, I did a search for moral truth in the, in the book and it uses it 41 times and never That's, defines it. Okay. He just, he just from, from like, I think it's on page one. Uh, he just kind of, accept, uh, yeah. Uh, which I think he also owns up to at the end. Yes. Like, he's like, I haven't actually defined um, like religion or moral truth or anything. When that, that, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think he, he wants there to be right i how do i put this it's not whether or not he like he wants that to be the case right and and all of this is a little bit of like motivated reasoning 
for their being, right? Like he kind of presumes that there is, and then he's going to say, um, and this is how we can get further closer to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wait, I was going to make some big point, and I'm, and I'm forgetting what it is. Uh, he wants her to be, oh, yeah, I think what Bob Wright would say is, if there isn't, and if the um, universe that Jerry and Stably imagine is true, and then everybody comes to understand that, what you would get, maybe it's not the you know um, anarchy immediately ensuing, but it would make things a lot easier, make, make it a lot easier to think of the people on, uh, on the other island are not human. Right. Right. It, ma- it makes it super easy for us to just say, oh, we just have to exterminate the Chinese. <laughs> you know, when, when, when fighting breaks out over Taiwan, we're not going to uh, have, what does he call it? Like uh, moral empathy. What, do call, what does he call it? Um, moral moral imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just going to say, okay, let's just kill them all. Right. That, sure. that kind of thing. Um, and it's true. And I guess then the question for us is, well, why is that bad? And if we think that's bad, well, then again, we're, we're kind of. Yeah. And well, I, I, think, I think the easier answer for somebody like Bob is to say, we have evolved um, uh, certain senses of right and wrong that are just innate senses of right and wrong. Well, <laughs> but, but sure. But I would also say like, well, well, one, that's the naturalistic fallacy just because it is doesn't mean it it ought and two what that do you was, mean well just because something is doesn't mean it should be that way right well, but, but like what do, you, what do you i'm sorry just because so, what is what so just because be. just because we've evolved these um yeah. in quote and they're yes. not they're not innate right this is a, this is a, a trick this is not a trick it's a it's a fluke if we had evolved in a different we yep. you know whatever if we yeah, had evolved yeah, yeah. differently in yep. a different place we would have different quote innate moralities yeah so like again i'm just being devil's advocate here like the question the my my question to your question is like why would you care why do you care oh because so it's like you care because you care well it's like well that's not really an explanation you know it's like well so why wouldn't you want to exterminate the brutes (laughs) it's like well that's not it's immoral. Like why? Well, because, you know, I've evolved to think that way. It's like, well, okay. I understand that, but you know, we've also evolved to be uh, lustful after the ladies, as Jerry said. No, but I I think my point is that. um... And and I guess Bob would say like, well, exterminating the brutes would lead to like misery for everybody. And that's not a non-zero something. Right. And it's like, okay, fine. That's, that's a great explanation. I don't understand, like, but that's, that's not dependent on morality or God or any of that. And I guess Bob might say like, well, unfortunately, non-zero sum thinking isn't enough. And like, okay, I, I guess I buy that. But then you have to like tell the big lie, <laughs> right? And it's like, well, then we have to lie to ourselves about, it's no longer the big man with the beard in the sky. It's some sort of other thing. Okay. I mean, but I'm not sure he actually says that in the book, right? Well, it's actually like, this is the, like, shh, don't, don't tell anyone, but we have to tell this like fake story to the dummies because otherwise they're just going to like, 
smash everyone's skulls and eats eat the gooey stuff from within or whatever yeah. and the, <laughs> the other life thing, of the simpsons and the other thing by the way is that these stories that justify you know universal love um they also get used to justify killing the, the birds yeah sure and he, he he says that too mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah yeah and i and i mean again it's probably me. I'm probably not understanding the full uh, majesty of his argument. <laughs> no, no, no. You're um, too kind. No, no. To be honest, it's probably like, you know, it's it's like I'm not grokking it, right? Like I understand, but I don't, it doesn't, I don't feel it the way he feels it. Um, and that's not like his fault. That's probably my fault. Um, like I follow the line of reasoning and it just doesn't have the oomph for me. Right. Um, and yeah, and my argument isn't that like, well, religious people also do bad stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, that's not really his argument either. Like, it's not that like puerile and 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 silly. Um, it's just I don't know if I can if I can join him in the promised land over <laughs> there, right? It's um, and and additionally, like, I just think like his his whole project will to me at least inevitably lead to, and maybe this is what he's trying to head off to just like, not big Lebowski nihilism, but just the idea that like, well, we're just all, everything that we do is one way or another, a result of like evolution and natural selection and sexual selection. And then our cultural evolution and and cultural selection and all those other things, but that those have nothing to do with like, big t truth or big m morality um and kind of the utilitarian argument of like non-zero sum well hopefully is enough to get people like to not murder each other but you know maybe he fears it's not and i and i guess his point is like we've evolved to the we've unfortunately the way we've evolved like non-zero sum as like an logical argument won't work so we need religion to kind of you know sway people uh to to the light like i i I get all that um it's just like towards the end where he says like oh and therefore god or something um yeah yeah. it's 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 weird that he chose to like go in that direction to me um yeah i I think the rest of the book is actually very very like well argued and actually like i think coheres pretty well uh, assuming everything he like he says is correct but yeah it's just towards the end <laughs> I agree. Um, would you recommend this book? I would. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's hefty. Uh, many many bits, many bits were lost um, to read this on my Kindle. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's like it's it's very interesting. It doesn't drag anywhere. I don't think. Um, and there's a lot there's a lot to chew on like it's not a very it's not like a simplistic stupid like magazine article Um, I think he does a very good job of like tying a bunch of stuff together Um, it's just like at the very very end where it it kind of it it loses me and that's maybe more to do with me Uh, I agree I would definitely recommend it um, if you're interested in this stuff Um, and it's funny we, we have spent like an hour talking basically about the last two chapters right and sure and so people should pick it up even if they skip those two chapters and just want a history of the idea of god and just like um 
uh, very interesting to me, uh, you know, and quite honestly, uh, I think it will be surprising to a lot of people who just take the standard, you know, conception of, of uh, the stories in the Bible, right? Uh, like the historical Jesus, very different <laughs> from what we end up thinking about. Um, so yeah, no, I, I would definitely recommend it. You know, God spelled backwards is oh God, okay. his dog. Yes. And there he is. <laughs> Stably next time, your pick. <laughs> My pick. The Uncontrollability of the World by Hartmut Rosa. That's right. What's give us the, the one sentence on this? I don't think, I don't know if I can. It's, um, I discovered this book. It was reviewed in by somebody affiliated with like the Russell Kirk Center. Okay. Like the, um, so like a conservative Christian man reviewed this book and the title of the review was A Critical Theorist Worth Reading. Awesome. So um, yeah, it's something about social acceleration and resonance and why things are out of control in the world. <laughs> so it's, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little dense, I think, to get into, but it's, it's very short. So I think we need a, a small amuse-bouche after, after the evolution of God. Yep. Can't wait. All right. <laughs> All See right. you next time, family. All right, Jerry. Bye-bye. Bye.